Lewis Computers, Bowman's Tin Shop, Coalliance Propane, Coca-Cola, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford Lincoln, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, REMC, St. Joe Health Systems, Montgomery Well Drilling, Pilot News, Rochester Orthopedics, Master Tech, TCP, U.S. Granules. Stay tuned. Basketball coming up next. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at AFIUS.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S.com. At Bowman's Tin Shop, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. Plymouth head basketball coach Joel Grindle. Um, actually, first question I got to ask. I, Saturday I asked you about, you know, looking at film, but you've had more time to take a look at the body of work since game one. I got to believe yeah. you've seen some growth. Yeah, I, I mean, we have. There's, there's no question about it. If you look from the first half of the John Glenn game to, uh, you know, to that Argus game, again, the one constant's been really good. Uh, really good competition um and, and you could see our kids growing and growing uh in many aspects um offensively uh, against against Argus we really did a uh, did a much better job in our offense we took care of the ball much better um and, and the same thing we're much sharper against Argus than we were against Triton and, and those things so the growth has certainly been there and it's something that we're going to continue to need to see uh, as we go on through the season well, I think it's pretty clear statistically how much Davis Ray grew, but how about anybody else? I mean, you know, you, you got Tanner Feast as kind of a constant in there, just giving you what yeah. he's got, but, you know, who else is, is kind of growing into their spot? Right, you know, if you look at it, I think that, uh, you know, Kobe Walters did some nice things, some real nice things against Argus. He got himself off to a good start. We need to see more out of Kobe Walters of uh, of running his – uh, you know, running off screens, you know, he's a, he's a great shooter and, and can really uh, knock down those outside shots. He's done a good job. I've been uh, very impressed with kind of uh, what, what Zane Mark has been doing, coming into his own a little bit. He He's done some defensive things, and, and he's done some good things in the minutes that he's been given. And, again, I think uh, Michael Sheely is, is another kid you look at who's given us constant effort. Uh, he, he's the kid who's trying to get guys together and trying to do the right thing. So, you know, those guys that, that, that we really we really like and think that they're coming around. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can keep getting Easton uh, Strain more and more healthy. That, that would sure help uh, a lot. 
and then, you know, just kind of some experience with, with Caden Ellery and, you know, uh, Lennon Creekbaum needs to continue to do what he's been doing as, as he's, uh, as he's grown into an ice, we, we've talked to him about, man, your role is this effort and energy guy off the bench and, and how important that is for us. And, and those, you know, hopefully those guys continue to see. And, and, and I, I think there's a few that haven't gotten much time that may have, uh, may have some surprises for us uh, coming up in the future. I want to get to Easton in just a second. But, you know, you mentioned Zane Lark. And, I mean, from somebody who's watched this team for the whole time this whole class has been through, yep. he's, he's a great story. I mean, he's one yep. of those guys you, you root for. Yeah, you know, first and foremost, Zane is a fantastic uh, kid. Um, and he's a phenomenal student. I mean, he's at the top of the class. That we, we just, look, I don't know what number he is. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he's one of those uh, very highly ranked students in the entire class. Um, you know, straight A student, great kid. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're happy for him. He's a kid who's, who's, who's put in time. He's always liked basketball. He's always been a basketball kid. Um, and hopefully this success can continue for him. We hope that he can continue to, to do the things that he needs uh, to do. He's figuring out some things that he can do and fitting into a role to help the team win, and hopefully we continue to see that. And let's talk about Easton a little bit. I know that he re-injured his, that ankle uh, yep. right before the second half. What is his status tonight? Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna see. We're going to take a look at shoot-around. We're going to see what warm-ups look like. Um, you know, he's been pretty limited in practice, um, um, but in, in doing rehab. So, uh, I would, I would, you know, I don't know what the old, uh, NFL questionable, whatever it is, <laughs> where we're hoping, we're, we're hoping we can get something, but, uh, it, it, it's going to probably be a game time decision on, on what we have for, for Easton. Uh, and it's going to be depending on how he feels after going through shoot around and warm up. Let's take a look at Winnemac now. I mean, obviously you've seen them on film. What are what are yep. you looking at with them? Well, I mean, here here's what you got with Winnemac. You have um, one. You, you you have a bunch of kids that are winners, um, but most of their success has come in a sport other than basketball. They have uh, four all conference football football players. They have two all state football players on their team. Um, you know, from the nine and regular season um, conference champion football team. I mean, that's what, that's what we're, that's what we're looking at tonight. Um, There's kids that have just won. Um, I wouldn't say that a whole bunch of their kids are basketball first type kids. They're kind of like, Hey, we'll uh, let's play basketball because it's winning. What else are we going to do type kids? And, um, but uh, the, the, the Compton kid is a really, really nice player. He's been their leading scorer the last two years. He's a long uh, athlete who can really make some things happen both offensively and defensively. Again, he was a kid who just named, uh, you know, a first-team All-1A state in, in football. Um, uh, they have a Brant kid who is uh, who has uh, been their second-leading scorer uh, both years. And again, another really good football player um, who's kind of a guard inside-outside who has a green light. And both those guys have the green light. Uh, to shoot whenever they want to. Um, there's a Malco, uh, who's a sophomore. He's a real nice sophomore. I know he's put in a lot of time and effort, and, and he had a nice game against Rochester. And then kind of their, uh, you know, maybe a wild card guy has been uh, their point guard number one, Gregor. Um, 
he he was the kid. He, he had a nice game against. Uh, he had ten points in that nice game, and he handled the ball really really well against Twin Lakes. And then uh, he missed. He he was out sick and missed the game against uh, against Rochester. That kind of affected them. Uh, when you kind of watch what they what they do, um, you know they're, they're a team that's got they, this year has gotten up and down the floor. Uh, they play really, really. They play really, really hard. And they're just competitive. They're a team that's uh, played, a, in my opinion, some pretty good basketball teams. I'm watching the film, and you look, and you're thinking, man, Winnipeg's got to be down by 30 points right now. And you look, and the score's 10. And then all of a sudden, they'll go on a 10-0 run or an 8-0 run. They're really explosive and go on some spurts, which is, uh, you know, they're they uh, they were down 10 at halftime or um, to Rochester. And all of a sudden, you turn around and they're ahead um, because they go on a uh, on a run. So they're a team that's really capable of making runs. And again, I think it's uh, mostly due to their competitiveness. It's mostly due to uh, kids thinking that they or having a belief that they can win and having some and, and having success in in multiple sports. Well, you know, you were a multiple sport athlete, and uh, Plymouth fans are going to remember a guy named Pete Buchanan who wasn't a yep. basketball per- first guy. But he yeah. made a huge difference every time he was on the floor for basketball, too. Yeah, yeah. And again, um, you know, I'm a firm believer that that, that stuff carries over, and, and that you know, we we have the multiple sports. If we want all of our our sports to be successful, um, and that's um, something that that uh, that that Winnemac has down there. Is they had a, they had a lot of success in in, in football, and you could see that their kids. Come over with confidence, and um, you know that's something that I know that as an athletic department, everything that that we're trying to we're trying to build back up uh, in, in all sports. Well, and you know as well as I do, you don't teach competing uh, in a classroom. Yeah. That's got to be done on the field or on the court. Yeah, yeah, and again, and, and our kids are competitive, and our kids are getting after it, and our kids up in our practices have been very competitive. Uh, our, our goal is to, to take that, that next step. Uh, we, we, we need somebody to step up and and, and lead us and be the guy who's going to make that game-winning play and continue to do those things. And I think once once we can uh, get the lid off of that W column, uh, good things are going to happen for us because, you know, we just need that confidence better. We need that belief that, that we're going to win and that we can win and that, and that you know what we're supposed to win, and our kids are good enough. They put in the time, they put in the effort. It's uh, it's now the the time to, um, to 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 take the next step in the process. Well, man, get that W. Take the next step in the process, and uh, we'll talk to you after the game. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Plymouth head coach Joel Grindle, and stay tuned. We'll be back. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because. It's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? 
The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter. And with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Welcome to Plymouth High School and Plymouth Basketball at WTCA. Welcome to you and welcome to Nick Cheney, who's with me adjusting his headsets as we speak. Getting the uh, under the weather out of your weather there as you... I did that on purpose. Did I screw you up? Oh, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Man, you, uh, you're really painting a picture on me like I'm not even ready to go. Well, I'm the one that caused all the problems here tonight. I uh, was trying to eliminate the length of cord that we have around here. And so uh, you can put it on me, dude. All no right. problem. Uh, it is Winnemac tonight. Plymouth coming in with a record of 0-3. They looked a lot better on Friday against Argus, but still no wins, and you really need to get that W in that column. Yeah, you know um... – we didn't play Winnemac last year, and um, uh, so I think this is a game we can get for sure. We played uh, – I thought we played pretty well against uh, Argus on Friday night, and uh, just maybe that winning mentality, I, I think we, we just don't have it right now. And uh, that's how we didn't – you know, we couldn't get over the edge. We, we were in the game the whole time, uh, a little bit of a bounce back and forth game, and um, – Typically, those are games that we just get because of uh, that winning mentality that uh, that Plymouth Pilgrim basketball has. And uh, that's the challenge for Coach Grindle is he's going to have to instill that back into the boys and, um, and and get it done. And the only way really to do that is um, is to lace them up and, and go at it again. So, fortunately, we don't have to wait uh, till another Friday night. We get a good Tuesday night homestand here where we play uh, Winnemac. And, and fortunately... Uh, Winnemac's kind of on the same road we're on yeah. where they're really struggling and trying to find uh, their identity. And, and not just this year, but uh, for the last several years. And, and Coach Alan Hugler uh, is just really trying to, to figure out how they're going to play and what, what style they're going to play. So, fortunately, uh, it's pretty crystal clear for the Pilgrims what, what style we're going to play. And uh, if you go back and you figure out a, an old 1990-anything uh, tape, you'll see exactly what the Pilgrims are, and it's going to be open offense. We're going to run a lot of sets. We're going to play switching man-to-man and uh, and uh, just kind of say, here we are, and this is what you're going to get, and we're going to be really good at what we do, and we're not going to be real complex, but we're going to be really, really good at what we do. And uh, th- that open offense, you can tell that uh, it's coming along. There's a lot more movement than, uh, than you've seen in years past. If you yeah. haven't seen us play this year yet, there's a lot of movement. Uh, we've got two, sometimes three cutters and at least two screeners and sometimes three. And uh, there's a lot of screens. And fortunately, um, we've seen a lot of good screens and uh, guys making body contact. And you can see that a couple of kids kind of are starting to, to dig it and, and, you know, kind of like to maybe get a back cut on or a back screen on some guy and maybe you know, jostle his neck a little bit, and then that becomes a little bit fun, and especially when it's their best player guarding our best player. Uh, and, and it's not a cheap shot. It's not dirty, but it's uh, it's just good Plymouth Pilgrim basketball that uh, 
uh, you used to see back in the day. And uh, Coach Grindle, uh, who obviously played back in the day, is uh, is trying to, to rekindle that that fiery spirit and uh, and and aggressiveness and uh, and competitiveness. So we'll see uh, how we sort them out here tonight. Certain level of toughness that needs to go into how we play, not just on the offensive side, but on the defensive side. And part of that is contact. You can't shy away from it. And a part of it on the offense has always been setting screens. And the thing that I've noticed a little bit, and I know uh, uh, Joel mentioned it in the pregame, Kobe Walters has learned a little bit more, has gotten better at coming off of screens. There's a talent to setting it, but there's also a talent to reading it and coming off of it the right way. And the pass off of it. Yeah, exactly. and, and, uh, and all of those three things um, are not easy to do. And, uh, and they're going to take time. And the open offense, um, maybe, you know, at first look, it may look pretty, pretty basic, but uh, there's so many variations and nothing's set in stone. And it's uh, if the defense does this, you do that. And um, if the defense does that, then you do this. And um, it's, it's not uh, something that uh, kind of like uh, the flex where you back screen and cross screen, and then you do it again if the if, – if it goes to the other side, it's, it's much more complex than that. And, and as you said, you know, you've got uh, Ray and Walters are clearly our, our, our two one and two cutters. And, uh, and both of those guys have got to learn how to come off screens. If, if uh, the guy that's guarding him is going over a screen, you've got to flare deep. And if a guy is following you, you've got to curl it. Uh, and then you've got to set your man up so that the, the screener can get a good screen uh, and, and is not getting a moving screen. And, uh, and then all of that, the ball handler has got to be in position where he's not throwing uh, halfway across the floor. He's got to uh, be confident. He's got to put a dribble on, and he's got to shorten his pass and also read uh, the defensive guy that's coming, that's guarding the cutter. And they both got to be on the same page. If, uh, if a flare is, is in order, uh, the passer's got to know that the guy is going to flare away from him. And uh, if a curl is in order, he's going to be coming towards him and uh, he's going to have to take a little bit of steam off of it. So uh, all of those things have to get in have to get in line. And um, and I've been pretty impressed with where we've become because um, you know for the last ten years it's been kind of stand and go one on one and try and draw and kick and uh, more kind of like what the NBA does. And um, so it, it becomes very uh, easy to stand. And, yeah. and uh, I felt that uh, in watching the games, I was kind of under the impression that we would stand probably more than we are. Uh, now, Coach Grindle's done a good job of not only going with the open offense, but he's also running a lot of sets to create that movement. And, uh, and that's good because a lot of it is just becoming instinctual or, or getting in a habit of moving. If I don't have the ball and I'm a cutter, I can't stand still. I've got to go fine i've got to go find uh an opening if i'm a screener and i don't have the ball and i'm not uh, a guy that's going to relieve a pass i've got to go find a, a cutter and, and screen for him and uh and all of those things uh they take effort and uh and a willingness to move i mean it's really easy to go stand in the corner and not have to move um and so you start to move and now you got to move on offense you got to move on defense meaning you got to become uh you've got to be in shape to, to play here at Plymouth. And uh, and all of those things are coming together. And 
Um, I, I certainly in the in the Glenn game we were definitely out of shape, uh, which is to be expected. We've only been going at it for about two and a half weeks at that point. Um, and as you see coming here into January, that uh, I would expect us to become much more better in shape. Uh, as uh, I'm sure Coach Grindle and, and his staff uh, have figured out a, a conditioning plan that uh, was implemented for himself uh, back in the day, and uh, he probably just—I'm sure he—I'm sure he has no uh, problems recollecting how hard we had to run back in the day. So uh, that probably shouldn't be an issue for us come January, but. Right now, we've just got to continue to, to move it and, uh, and and go with it. Defensively, I thought uh, I thought we would be a little bit farther. So on, on one end, I think we're farther offensively than I thought we would be. Defensively, I think we're uh, a scotch behind where we are. Uh, you talked about being physical, and and being physical is um, in basketball is you use your chest a lot, yep. you use your hips a lot. Yep things that uh, you can get contact and the ref isn't going to really see it or call anything. Now, if you're out there pushing with your hands, uh, that's clearly a foul and that's easy pickings. But um, if you can get in with your body and your chest or or hip out and move the guys with your hips, uh, those are things that uh, we're going to need to become uh, much better at. And uh, right now we're just we're, – we're fairly passive as far as how, how we uh, – induce contact or shy away from it now there's a couple of kids that are starting to figure it out and like i said you know getting a good back screen uh but defensively we're, you know when we get a guy down into the corner we need to, to to be physical with him and root him out and and get a good solid trap where it becomes really difficult to make a strong pass out of out of that trap we haven't got there yet and uh and and then when we're boxing out and and um you know giving one sh- one shot and and really pushing it out, and then the next time the kid comes in there to shoot, uh, whether you're there or not, he thinks that there's going to be contact with the body uh, and, and stuff. As I said earlier, that is is contact that you get away with because you're not your, your arms aren't flailing around. You're just being solid with your with your torso and and you know de- delivering a blow, but being straight up and it's it's clean living uh, as far as the refs are concerned. Let's talk a little bit as they get ready to the starting lineup. So we'll hit those in a minute. But we mentioned a little bit, you and I, off the air about this will be the first time that we see a uh, full. Now let's see if they're going to see. They screw me up the last time. I think they they did half the starting lineup, didn't do half of it. They're going to have the uh, starting lineups first. We talked about full court pressure. This will be the first time that this team is really going to see some high intensity pressure from Winnemac and you mentioned you got a little bit of a concern. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think we're giving anything away um, by saying this on the air that uh, if you want to get to us, you, you just got to press us. And uh, for whatever reason, we haven't been pressed at all uh, in the first three games. Now, um, we were kind of one-man pressed in the Glenn game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our first two possessions, we actually our first three possessions, we turned it over. Uh, so clearly we have an issue with, with getting pressure. And um, I don't know what type of, of pressure Winnemac is going to give us, but uh, whether it's going to be a man-to-man in the full court or a zone. But uh, either way, we got pressed in the, in the, um, in the scrimmage, and uh, we had all sorts of issues. Now we've been going at it for about two and a half weeks since then, so hopefully we've gotten some things figured out. But we've got to have kids that uh, just want to handle the ball. We we get into a problem where, uh, to me, and, and looking at it, it's like 
oh, please don't pass me the ball. Yeah, I don't want the ball. And uh, we've got to get away from that, and uh, we've got to become poised. Uh, a pretty easy instinct is to take the ball and put it above your head. That's probably the last place you want to put it because uh, you lose all of your strength when you do that. We've also got to uh, utilize a, a back dribble. We, we don't back dribble at all. We just kind of go full throttle full, uh, forward, and that's what they want you to do. They want yeah. you to get going full speed. Uh, you can become off balance, and then you turn the, turn the ball over. You know, take it up into a into a trap, back dribble out, and then uh, relieve it on the backside uh, to you know a backside rotation, and then we can get the ball out to the other side and get the ball into the middle, and then uh, really good things happen. Uh, all of those things we haven't been able to figure out yet, and um, I really hope that we get pressed tonight. To be honest with you, because as I said, we haven't been pressed in the first three games, and uh, I can guarantee you. Uh, when we play Northwood next, uh, oh, yeah. not this Friday night, but next Friday night over there at the pit, I can guarantee you well, that uh, we're going to, Coach Wolf is going to press us from the day one where we should walk in the gym. Uh, so we'll hopefully we get pressed tonight. Hopefully we get pressed on, on Friday. Uh, so we have practice going into the NLC because, uh, folks, I don't know if you've got uh, if you've gotten that far down the road, but uh, the NLC is about as good as it's been in yeah. probably 15 years. Yep. Uh, there are some horses, and uh, right there at the top of the stable is the Northwood Panthers, uh, who, you know, honestly, I think that they think that they could be ended up in Indy this year. They, they've got one of those teams that is very, very good for sure. Take a break. We'll come right back. It's full of basketball on WTCA. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich, NMLS 399950. Gina Howell, NMLS 399951. I'm John from Oliver Ford. It seems some businesses expect their customers to do their work. From retail to websites that are anything but helpful. Remember when a tip of the hat conveyed courtesy and respect? At Oliver Ford, we still do. That's why we continue to offer free car washes, free shuttle service, and we'll do the work to find the right vehicle for you. Tired of self-serving businesses making more work for you? Come to Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth, where we still tip our hat to you. We're back at the... Plymouth High School Gymnasium. Rusty Nix and Nick Chaney will run the starting lineup for you. For Winnemac, it'll be Jaden Terry, Evan Eaton, Russell Compton. Football fans will know Compton's name. He's a heck of a quarterback. Alex Stark, John Malco, and Bo Brand for Plymouth. It'll be Michael Sheely jumping center here with Compton. Tanner Feast, Easton Strain will get the start tonight. Good news. Davis Ray, Kobe Walters, Plymouth controls the tap. Ray goes to the bucket, can't hit it. Rebound to Strain. His shot is blocked, and it comes down to Compton. Other way, Winamax. Holy from the cow. corner misses everything. Tanner Feast will have a shot. He'll bring it back. 
Plymouth up quickly. Ray out near the top of the key gives it up to Feast. Walters will dribble on the left side, has Feast coming out of the pick. Strain on the left wing. He'll try the baseline. Nothing there. Kicks to Feast. He'll take the three. Boom. Tanner Feast with three to open it up. Lemon leads it three to nothing. I think that's one of those that better go down because uh, probably a little bit quick, but uh, we'll take it as it ends up the bottom of the bucket. I'll tell you, what stands out to me with Winnemac is these boys are put together. Well, they got some arms and shoulders on all five of their starters. Well, you got four all-conference football players out there. That's <laughs> what you got from a 9-0 regular season Yeah, team. and the kid that just ended up eight rows deep in the in – the, uh, right behind our bench is Bo Brandt. He is uh, leading the pack. He is a specimen, boys. Plymouth will have the ball as it's turned over by Winnemac. So with 7.03 to play, Plymouth 3 to nothing lead. Here's that full court pressure. Yeah, just as we talked about. And they will trap Ray. He'll find Feast. He'll bring it down across. Block to Sheely. Shot is blocked. Rebound oh, comes yeah. down to Strain, and he'll take it right back up and in. Easton Strain, good to see him in the starting lineup. He's nursing that ankle injury. Had good hands by him and uh, was able to corral it there in the corner after he tipped it away. Took one... One big dribble and later up. Terry on the right side. It goes to start. Now a shot by Compton. Off the front of the rim. Feast will have it. He gets challenged. I need some help. He'll give it up to Ray, who'll get it across the timeline. Plymouth with a 5 to nothing lead. Down low it goes, and uh, Walters will hit it. Makes it 7 to nothing Plymouth. Brand will bring it across, working the right side. He's guarded up by Walters. Good story there to get Walters a bucket. He has really struggled the first three nights out uh, shooting the basketball. And we got a charge as uh, Sheely takes the charge there. And uh, 20 is going to be down. Alex Stark is uh, actually, sorry, that's 21. Malkow, he is really shaken up on the hip. It looks like he landed right on his hip as he uh, ran through Sheely. Alco went straight into the bucket. Sheely stepped in to take that charge. And when Malco came down, very, yeah, he's having some yeah, trouble that's walking. A, that's a legit one right yeah, there. If he landed flat on that butt cheek, he's going <laughs> to Nothing hurts like that because that goes straight into that hip joint. I was going to say, it looks right up there on the hip yeah. bone. I mean, it's he kind may of hit the floor there. He'll come over here to the sideline. They'll take a look at him. So Malco on the bench here and now he's kind of going up his almost up his lower back so he he got a stinger there but um ryan gregor will come on here's one of those sets that the pilgrims will run kind of induce their induce their uh movement and a really good movement there is a cutting strain and a great low bounce pass by shuley to to uh get it right in strain's lap as he's cutting through the lane in a nice layup Pilgrims are up nine to nothing here early in the first quarter. 5.45 to play in the first. Comes to Brandt, top of the key. He's got the cutter coming through his Stark. He'll give it up to uh, Terry there on the right wing. Now Brandt looking for the, uh, Terry on the block. Can't get it to him. Gregor recovers it. Compton with a look. He'll give it up to Gregor. Gregor's a regular point guard. As you can, well, you're not here. You can't see. His knee heavily taped. He's been injured. He's missed some time. 
Baseline to Brandt. Tries to pass it low. Oh. Stark almost with the, uh, no the old, behind the head. Yeah, the old flip behind the head. Strain with a rebound. Plymouth up quickly. Ray can't hit it. Brandt will come with the rebound. Man, Ray's had two point-blank looks that he just hasn't been able to get him down. Compton to the block, to the bucket. He'll get the basket, and he'll go to the free-throw line. I think they're going to get strain on a block as he tried to take the charge, but uh, just slightly out of position. Winnemac wants to press you. They want to get up and down the floor as fast as they possibly can, given the athleticism of their guys. I don't blame them. Nine to two now as Compton will go to the free throw line to try to complete the traditional three-point play, and he'll do it. Russell Compton now with three points. That's all that Winnemac has. Full court pressure. Sheely's pass tip. Gregor has it top of the key. Winnemac with it back. He'll drive to the block. Kicks it into the corner. Stark can't handle it. And it'll belong to Plymouth on the turnover. Got in there and got out of control. Had nowhere to go. Ryan Gregor, and he threw it out of bounds. 9-3. to three, Plymouth with full court pressure. 451. They lead it. Center of the floor, Sheely to oh, got away with a Kobe double Walters there. on the right Jeez. wing. He tries to throw it back out to Feast, and it Goes out of bounds. Yeah, so. we got two guys there, and uh, neither of them thought it was the ball was to them. And as you said, the one right off Feast's leg and out of bounds. 9-3, Winnemac with it back over. Brant has it, turns and faces, goes to the free throw line, gives it to Stark. He'll get a pick and then hand it off to Eaton. Now Compton will turn. He'll set everything up again. In the half-court offense, Gregor has it. He'll go to the right side now to Brandt at the top of the key, guarded by Strang. Quick pass inside, and a good bucket there by Jaden Terry on the good quick pass from Brandt, and it is now 9-5. to five. Ray, long pass down to Kobe Walters on the other block to Sheely. Gets his man in the air, can't hit it. Strain tries for the rebound. He gets knocked out of bounds. It'll belong to Plymouth. I think we got one there. That was clearly out on strain as he came flying through, as you said, Rusty, and tipped it out of bounds. But fortunately, the ref didn't see it the way I did, and we're going to have the ball out underneath. Uh, four minutes to go here in the first quarter of the Pilgrims' first sub as uh, they bring in the freshman, Kate Nellery, and uh, they're going to send Sheely to the bench, and uh, Creekbaum is in as well. And it uh, looks like Walters will go to the bench. Feast will trigger it in. He's got Ray on the block. He'll get fouled on the way. And so now he'll shoot some free throws, I would imagine. And that's probably where we need Ray is, like I said, he's missed two point-blank layups, uh, contested, but point-blank that uh, he usually knocks down. And so maybe get him an easy one here as he goes to the line to shoot two. First one is up, and it is good. Had a pretty good game against Argus, really shot the ball well. But more importantly, I thought he shot it with confidence, uh, something that we did not see at all last year. But uh, clearly he's becoming into the – to uh, our going to be our go-to guy and our leading scorer, and uh, that confidence level has really got to be there if you're going to do that. And so far this year, I think he's had really good confidence shooting the basketball. Hits both of them, and up quickly, Winnemac will get Jaden Terry in the paint. He'll score, so it's 11 to seven, 345. Yeah, Winnemac has kind of settled into their offense here. They they seem to be uh, a lot more smooth than they were here in the first two uh, minutes. Pass deflected, stolen by Terry. Has it up quickly to Stark. He can't hit oh, the layup, and Strain will come away with it. Strain just clears out Gregor and uh, gets the rebound there. Third rebound for Strain. 
And a steal there for Terry as Plymouth has just their second turnover. And I'll make that three now. <laughs> Why do I mention anything? Huh? Yeah. 11 to 7 to score. 320. Plymouth turns it over, and Brand will take it out in front of the bench. Winnemac with a chance to cut into the Plymouth lead. Tell you, if anything has been our uh, Achilles heel, it's been those turnovers, Rusty. I mean, last year was awful, and this year uh, continues to be the same as we just cannot maintain possession of the ball. We're turning it over. uh, I'm guessing about 17 on the average. I don't have the stats in front of me, but it's a lot. Yeah, it is. For reference, you'd love to be under 10 in the single digits. is probably doing pretty good, and uh, we're well over that. Gregor on the drive can't hit the running jumper, and Creekbaum will come away with a rebound. Plymouth will have it back. Quick pass to Ellery. He'll take it to the left block. Cut off as the ball get away from him. He'll chase it down. All the way oh, there he is. Top oh, of the key, Creekbaum. What a great cut by Ellery. Is. He cut all the way across the lane. He was wide open. Creekbaum just did not see him. Top of the key, Lennon. He'll get it over to Ray, who'll go to the block. He'll take it to the basket, misses everything, and the rebound comes down to Compton. Up quickly. He'll bring it himself. Spin move in the paint. Throws it up. Can't hit it. And we're going to get a blocking foul in there. I believe it's going to be on strain. Creekbaum was also down there. And they'll give it to Easton. Always give it to the bigger guy. That is his second, though, so uh, Coach Grindle's probably going to have to make a move here. I don't they, – they – assistant coaches have told him, but it sounds like he's just going to continue on with them. Happened the other night yeah, when you're he exactly, got hurt. Yeah, you're exactly right. He played the first quarter, got two, and then uh, never, never came back never in. Came and came out and, and got hurt immediately, and uh, we didn't see him the rest of the game. Compton with the second one is good, so it's 11-9, two-point Plymouth lead. And they'll bring it across. No pressure here as Ray crosses the timeline. Looking for a cutter. He tries to force a pass. Brant will take it. He'll go to the block, to the bucket, misses it. And Leonard will get a foul here trying to cut him off. Three turnovers now for Plymouth. And that'll be his first foul. Brant will get two. He was in the act of shooting. The first one is up. No good. Now, Sheely will come back, and Kobe Walters will come back. Ray and Strain will have a seat. Joel Grindle wants to have a coaching moment. Second free throw, no good. And Creekball uh-huh. come away with the rebound, has it taken away. Compton with it. Brandt, cross court in the corner to Michael Lamer. Oh, my God. He will gosh. not hit it. That missed by four feet. I'm and not even kidding. Sheely with a rebound. He got away with a travel. And Plymouth will have it back. 11-9, minute 48. Ellery, top of the key, There's turns and faces. screen right there by Feast. Really knocked uh, Terry in the back. Creek bomb will give it up to Feast. Now, That's Walters off. will take it oh. short. Ellery with a good rebound in a bucket. Caden Ellery is first two. Yeah, he finally got rewarded. He has been very active here since he came in at the five-minute mark and really got a nice rebound put back there. Bo Brandt with a long three. No good. Compton will come up with a rebound. His third. His shot, no good. Rebound contested. It's going to be kicked around and it'll belong to Winnemac. Yeah. Ellery's going to be a yeah, good I'll one. tell you what, he really went high there. He couldn't get both hands on it, but uh, he's definitely the guy that tipped it and uh, well above everybody else. 
Uh, you said it. Uh, he is going to be a talent. He is uh, only a fresh really coming into his own and uh, right now just providing a lot of activeness for us, which is something that we need. And with his length, I mean, that goes a long way if you can be uh, very spirited as he's been here early. Compton cut off by Ellery. He'll give it up to Lamer. Looking into the paint, nothing there. Brant will get it on the pass. Pops out for it. Quick pass to Terry. He'll take it to the bucket. He'll lay it in. Jaden Terry with his sixth point. Makes it 13-11. to 11. Yeah. Pass up quickly. Knocked out of bounds by Brant. Good news for Winnemac fans. Valco back on the floor, so... Evidently, their trainer works miracles. Good news for the Pilgrim fans. They're going to put Ray back in the lineup here. Maybe uh, taking him out for a, a tick or two uh, has gotten his his mind right, and hopefully he can uh, get us something here as he's just been really off. And there we go. Gets like it that. off the screen, takes it baseline, kicks it to Elry. Thought about it. He'll take a couple of steps as his shot blocked. <laughs> Brant will get it. Throws it up quickly to Compton. He'll take it to the bucket and lay it in. High-speed offense. Compton now with... Seven points. It's hey, 13 13. You got a high speed offense with two guys. Terry's got six and Compton's got seven. That's their 13. Plymouth with it. Creek bomb. 16 seconds. It Jeez. gets thrown out of bounds and another turnover. Was and that seven now? I got him for four. Uh, but Lark will come back, come into the game for the first time. Creek bomb will sit down. We're tied at 13 with 15 seconds. Brant triggers it into Compton, and Winnemac obviously will play for one. Ten seconds. Lamer as Brant, guarded by Ellery. He'll try it, kicks it to Terry in the corner for three. Bang! And last second shutout gives Winnemac a 16-13 lead at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, Winnemac continues with their two-man show as uh, Terry's the guy that hit it. He's got nine, Compton's got seven, and uh, that's their 16 as we're going to Take it here to break, but uh, 16-13, Pilgrim's Trail after one. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph Health System, Plymouth. Helpman Electric is a complete electrical company that has to do with electricity. They can install it, troubleshoot it, fix it. Helpman Electric, you need them for commercial or industrial or residential service. 574-953-8601. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon and Nick Cheney. It's 16-13, Winnemac with the lead. They'll have the ball out of the break. To start the second quarter, Lamer looking for a cutter. He'll have Brand at the top of the key. Man going through, he'll pass it over to Compton on the right side. We're going to have a wholesale substitution here in a minute <laughs> as Ray will get the rebound off of that shot. I believe we played seven seconds, uh, and then all five guys that are on the bench came into the game or showed up to the scorer's bench to come in. So 
interesting uh, deal. I'm not sure what was what what took place in those seven seconds, but something clearly that Coach Bruno was not uh, happy with, and uh, we are going to have a wholesale hockey style, all five guys in, all five guys out. Line change. I'll tell you, one of the things, we started out on an 11-0 run and uh, only scored two after that and give up 16. So a really, really rough about six minutes to close out the first quarter for the Pilgrims and uh, trying to get things right. And it looks like we got a 1-3-1 that's going to be shown against us here by Winnemac. Trey Hall out on the floor. He has it. He'll try to get it to uh, Walters. Has it blocked. Quick pass up to Terry. He can't hit the lay-in. And Connerly on the floor will come away with a rebound. Trapping again. They are going to do their best to trap anybody. Creek bomb looking for a cutter. Can't get it. He'll take it himself. Has it blocked. Coming away with it is Malco. He'll come up quickly to the block. Throws it up. Won't go. Rebound contested. It's going to come to Terry out in the corner. He'll get it to Brandt. Kicks the other corner. Ball gets away. Oh, Malco. Oh, come on. And he'll go to the block. Misses the shot. Trey Hall will come down with a rebound. I got away with a big time double dribble there. He'll bring it up himself, kills his dribble, needs some help, has to leave, but it's knocked away, ball on the floor. And the struggle with Easton Strain and Brandt causes a jump ball. Now, Tom and Walters are going to come to the I think bench. we're going to get into a little groove here. If you turn the ball over, you're coming out, because that was uh, the two guys that turned it over, the two guys that came out of the game there. Hall passes it to Ray. He's back on the floor, and he'll bring it across. 1-3-1 one, one by Winnemac. They're going to stay into it now, and Ray's going to direct the offense. Ray and, Ray and Hall out front. Ray has it in the corner to strain. He is double-teamed. Now to Hall, he'll take it to the block. To Sheely, his shot is blocked. Rebound comes down to Gregor. He throws it up quickly. Malco will slow it down. No, he won't. He'll just take the three. Nobody there. And oh my gosh! And he'll put it in. <laughs> that was uh, you get pushed, you're falling back, you just launch it into the air, sky high, goes in and hits the bottom of the net, and the only thing it hit was the bottom of the net. 18-13. Plymouth with the ball. Hall now has to have some help. He'll get it to Davis Ray. Dribbles it all over the left side. Now Strain double team in the corner. Back out to Ray. Shot fake goes into the corner to Sheely. Back to Hall. Ray on the left side. Going to double team him. Now he's going to go to the paint. Oh, yeah. Strip. I was going to say, my goodness. And man. we're going to get a call. Gregor's thinking. Of course, he, he, uh, yeah, he, he never touched it. No, he didn't just rip his <laughs> arm off. My goodness. Come on, Nick. Nobody has ever committed a foul in the oh, game of basketball. That was so blatant. It has never happened. There is, they, they have that call all the time. It's There's never been a real one. Uh, we're going to have a timeout. My well, Zebra's got that one right, that's for sure. <laughs> it's going to be a full timeout. We'll take a break as well. 18-13, Winnemac back after this. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239. 
where 100% satisfaction is a must. If you're looking for new flooring in the Plymouth area, visit Artisan Flooring, North Michigan Street in Plymouth. They offer today's newest looks, a large selection, voted best in Marshall County five years in a row. Artisan Flooring, call them at 574-540-2184. And Plymouth coming out of the timeout. They trail at 18-13. We've got 535 to play here in the half. And we'll see what we got drawn up in the... uh, the huddle. I think you're right. I think uh, we've got a an ultimatum set <laughs> for what's going to happen. Well, and I love it, too, because it's plain as day. If you come in and turn the ball over, you're coming out. There's no questions about it. Take care of the basketball, and you can continue to play. Uh, pretty cut and dry and pretty easy to figure out. So, um, Because I think we're at that level. I mean, we're turning the ball over so many times that uh, something has to be done. Ray will get fouled on the inbound. Went into the block and was trying to get the shot off, but he was double teamed and got hacked. It's going to be on number 32, Logan Schultz. It's his first. He's on the floor for the first time, so he'll get in the scorebook. Quick pass to Ray on the block by Hall, and he gets ripped again. And this time, I don't know if he... All right. I think thought maybe he got the back of his head, but Malco will get the foul. He's got two now, and Ray will go to the line to shoot two. I, that's something we need to maybe exploit here. The Winamax got six fouls, so we'll be in the bonus the rest of the way here. If we can uh, just pivot strong, stay strong with the basketball, and, and draw some fouls here. First one is good for Ray. He'll put the second one up. That one off the rim. Rebound will come down to Malco. Winnemack will have it back. They lead it by four, 18-14, 5-20 in the first half. Gregor gets it to Compton. He'll turn and face. Nobody cutting through. Gets it back to Gregor on the left wing. He'll oh take a dribble, goodness. take a three. Boy, Holy nothing cow. but that. Just a, wow. How much defense for that? That was a James Harden step back three that uh, you don't see a lot of high school kids making. 21 to 14. Ray into the paint. Can't get it to Ellery on the other block. It'll go out of bounds. Another turnover. I'll tell you, that's a, a good pass by Ray, in my opinion. That's a, Ellery just wasn't ready for the ball, and uh, he's going to be the guy that's going to come out. Feast will come on for him. So we've got Feast and Hall, Ray, Sheely. And strain in the game for the Pilgrims. Jaden Terry will come on for Winnemac, and Malco will sit down. 21-14, Pilgrims trail with just under five to go here before half. And as you said, Gregor's going to put on a dribbling display as he walks it across half court. Seems like he's a pretty good player. At least he's showy. He likes to... (laughs) <laughs> Put on a dribbling display, that's for sure. He'll take another three from the other side. In and out, rebound on the floor. Ray will come up with it. One-on-one with Gregor. Goes to the paint, lays it up, and he rolls just out the rim. Go. That one was almost down into the net, and it still came yeah, out. I was just going to say, that probably touched some twine, but uh, for whatever reason, he cannot get him to go down. Trey Hall get a foul as Gregor came away with a rebound. He was Ray was one-on-one with Ryan Gregor and beat him to the basket, but the ball just wouldn't go in the basket. Did the old spinning around. 
21-14, 4-18 to play. Double team on Compton. He'll break it down in the corner. Double teamed again. Pass comes out to Brandt. He completely knocks Trey Hall across the floor. No call. Rebound comes down on his shot. It'll go out of bounds. Belong to Winnemac. Tell you what, if Trey didn't have his feet set, it's a good no call for us. But boy, he uh, he took a shot. He, he went set flying. They got a good forearm shiver, that's for sure, on him. He didn't back away from the contact. Now Gregor with it on the left wing, dribbling out there, guarded by Strain. He'll take it down to the paint or in the corner, I should say. Compton now with it, back in the corner. Gregor off a screen, misses the three. Brandt with an uncontested rebound. His fourth. Winnemac will have it back. 21-14. They lead it. Tell you, ever, since, ever since Gregor made that step back, he has just been firing some out-of-control shots from three-point land. He shot three of them after he's uh, made the step back. Brandt will direct some traffic, gives it to Gregor, thought about it from top of the key. Now he'll dribble it, give it back to Brandt. Oh, he'll geez. take the three. Way downtown. No good. Rebound knocked away, and Sheely will come away. Yeah, that it. was a good four feet behind the three-point line he there. He was closer to the cheerleaders than he was to the basket. Ray tries to paint. Pass off the leg of Hall. He'll turn around and shoot it off the front of the rim. Goes in, tries for his own rebound. Schultz will come away with it. 21-14, 259. Got a whistle, and believe we're going to have a timeout as Gregor doesn't look like he's in very good shape. Man, a lot of action, not much production on both sides here. This has been a bunch of stuff going on, but no balls through the hoop. It has been frenzied, that's for sure, and Winamac, I think this is what they want. Oh, absolutely. It's up and down chaos for the whole game. You know, I agree. Not going to out-talent somebody, out-run them, basically is what they're doing. And out-physical them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they don't shy from any contact. They are put together, and not just the starting five, but anybody else that's come off the fl- onto the floor as well has been put together, and uh, they have been physical and out-physicaling us for sure as uh, they're really taking it to us, uh, kind of on the down and, you know, the nitty-gritty stuff that's going on. Uh, skill-wise, I, they don't have a, a great amount of skill, but they are just uh, just do a lot of the little things to get things done. Well, and you know as well as I do, success in one sport will carry over. Yeah, you got absolutely. enough guys. Yep. So, you know, you don't learn to compete by sitting and watching other folks. These guys are out on the uh, football field, and now they're out here. Maybe not as talented, but they are gritty. Top of the key, Brand has it knocked away. Trey Hall will come up with a steal. And a fourth turnover for Winnemac. He'll give it up to Ray as he got double teamed. He'll take it into the corner. Gregor reaches in, slaps it. Hall will get it. Way out of way about the volleyball line. Sheely. Ray in the corner. Yeah, Winamac's changing to a man-to-man now. Ray will take it to the block. He'll take it up strong, gets it blocked. He's going to get two free throws. That's a good move there. We got a catch on the wing by Ray. We stepped up strain and let the whole bottom side uh, vacant. He drove it in hard. Kind of shouldered in, jumped into the defenders, got the contact, and got it up on the rim. Didn't get it to go, but is going to go to the line for two. He's uh, been there four times. He's made three of them. There's four or five now. So uh, Davis getting it done at the line tonight, and uh, those are his only points. But uh, stuff that uh, hopefully will get him going, especially here in the second half. 
Second one rolls in. Both of those, so he's got uh, five now. And Feast with a hustle play on the steal, on the inbound. He'll hit strain coming down. He'll take it to the paint, shoots it up, short jumper, no good. And Brant will come away with a rebound. He's got five already. Compton oh, into yeah. the paint on the other end quickly. It's Trey Hall picks his pocket. Now Sheely will get it, hand it to Feast, and we'll come back the other way. So five turnovers now for Winnemac, a couple of steals for Trey. And Feast will have it knocked away. Oh, my and gosh. And Zig, when they should have zagged, throws it away up quickly to Compton. Layup and the score. Compton now with nine points. That's going to bring another timeout with a minute 50. There's only one way to repair your vehicles. That's the right way. Take your cars and trucks to the master, Master Tech in Plymouth. They do it all. Brakes, oil changes, tune-up transmissions. Take it to the master. Master Tech, Western Avenue in Plymouth. 23-16, our score, minute 50 to play in the half. Tony Polfo doing some negotiating. How did he ever get in charge of referee relations? That that has to be the strangest thing I have ever seen in my life. You think that was assigned or just taken? I don't know. I don't. I, let's put it this way: If I were Joel Grindle, I certainly wouldn't have assigned <laughs> it to him. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, we've only scored three points here in the. Uh, in the second quarter, Rusty, and they've all been from Ray at the free throw line. We cannot get the ball to go through the hoop. And I bet you we've played well over eight minutes without scoring. Is uh, We scored 13 in the first quarter, but uh, 11 of those were within the first two, two and a half minutes. And we are just really broke. And we turn the ball Shea over again. knocked away. It'll come the other way. Start, but strain, able to get in behind. And knock it out of bounds, saves the bucket. Now Ellery will come on. Coach Grindle uh, continues on with his, if you turn it over, you're coming out. And uh, there's no question in uh, all five guys knew who was coming out there when Ellery uh, clocked in and Sheely goes to the bench. As, uh, he just fumbled the ball as he was uh, pivoting out there, just not taking care of the basketball. Gregor directing traffic out at the volleyball line. He's being guarded by Hall. Terry. Now over in the left wing, Compton hits it down on the block to Terry. Oh, geez. And Gregor gets a screen from three-point range. No good. That was five feet behind the the arc. And Hall will come up with the rebound, but we're going to get a foul on start. And uh, we're going to go to the line here, Rusty. is uh, Trey's going to go to the line for one and one. That's Stark's first foul. Paul has a couple of rebounds and steals so far, but he'll have a chance here on the one-and-one one to get in the scoring column. Minute 13 to play in the half. Plymouth with just three in this quarter. Good now shot four. By Trey. Say the scoring column, uh, we've got a bunch of guys in the scoring column, but all with low numbers. Walters with two, Ray with five, Strain with four, Feast with three, Ellery with two, and Hall's got his second point as he knocks both free throws down. As uh, 18-23 now here uh, with a minute to go before halftime, Winnemac leads. Gregor has the ball for Winnemac. Pass is deflected. Terry will recover it, give it back to Gregor. He'll stand out near the timeline, direct traffic. Looks like they may be willing to play for one, or at least a good one. Compton, way out of way. He'll dribble it, takes it to the block. He'll throw it up. He'll hit it. 
That's Compton's 11th. He's got four here in the second quarter. He is 25-18. He is their leading scorer. 36 seconds left. Face to Hall. He'll turn and look. Has it to Ellery. Cutter is Ray. He'll take the three. Buries it. I'll tell you what. That's his first jump shot of the night. I don't think he shot one other than a layup. And uh, he gets it nothing but the bottom of the net. He actually get ran into. Probably should have been shooting a free throw. I agree. In the corner, Stark will hit a three to answer. Ray will bring it across himself. Eight seconds, seven, dribbling, takes it to the paint, spin move. Shoots from 15. We got a whistle and a foul. And it's going to go on Winnemac. I'll tell you, I like the aggressiveness. If there's anybody that we'd like to be aggressive and and shoot a shot like that, it's Ray. And... uh, after that three-pointer, maybe he's going to uh, get something going here. It's, uh, he was really confident in that three-point shot, really confident there, and he's knocking that one down. As uh, He's got seven here, real quick points, as a uh, total of nine. 28-22, Ray's going to shoot his second one. Uh, just over four seconds left to go here before half, so uh, we've got a man up as uh, – Assuming Ray makes this, we've got to man up and know where the guys are, especially uh, Gregor and Compton. Shot is good. Makes that one. And so Plymouth will give token pressure here, man-to-man. Compton will get it in. Down in the corner, Stark turns. He'll fire a three. Misses it. Good job. Good defense by the Pilgrims. Uh, as I said, manned up out of that out of that made free throw and uh, did not give an easy shot. And uh, – with all things the way they are, to, to go down five at halftime is, uh, I, I think we really salvaged those last minute of the game to uh, keep this game close. We head to halftime now. The score, 28-23. Linamac with the lead. And we'll take a break. We'll come back with our halftime. This is Plymouth Basketball on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Hi, I'm John Oliver. We love our customers and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car, get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guaranteed. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronbach and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney. We played one half here with Winnemac holding a 28-23 to lead. And it has been, um, 
how shall we put it, action-packed, if not a tight game, <laughs> tightly played, uh, been a little sloppy. Yeah, it's it's been action-packed, but not real productive uh, as far as balls going through the hoop. But um, we've had flashes. I mean, we scored 11 points to start the game unanswered uh, within probably the first two minutes. I mean, it was boom, boom, quick, and it was from a whole bunch of guys. And then from there, we went completely broke for, uh, well, I would say probably off the top of my head, at least eight to ten minutes. Yeah. And, uh, and then Ray kind of got hot there at the end and scored eight points in about a minute uh, to really close the gap or else we would be in a whole heap of trouble. As uh, they're in the middle of the, you know, we kind of booked them with, with a bunch of points and then everything else in between was extremely sloppy and um, – I got to give it to Coach Grindle. I, I tip my cap to him. Is uh, what he has done uh, is absolutely needed to be done. And, and if you turn the ball over, you're coming out, no questions asked. Because the amount of turnovers that we have had uh, in the first, well, now three and a half games uh, has been completely uh, unacceptable. I mean, we, you cannot turn the ball over. And, and a lot of our turnovers aren't even turnovers that are forced by no. them. I mean, we, the, the one that stands out to me is um, Feast literally uh, just threw the ball to one of their teammates, uh, one of uh, the defenders. Our guy, as you said, zigged instead of zagged. He cut to the basket, and he just threw it right to where he was standing, right in the lap of the Winamac defender, and off they go for another easy layup. Uh, simple things like that where it's not even that we're, we're getting trapped in the corner and we have nowhere to go and uh, we're, we're sit there for four seconds and we've got to get the ball up or it's going to be a five-second penalty. Nothing like that. Just very easy, uh, unforced errors that we've got to get cleaned up. And, and clearly Coach Grinnell is, uh, is putting an emphasis on taking care of the basketball because – it's starting to affect playing time now. And, and really that's the biggest thing that he can hold over these guys' heads is uh, uh, playing time. And if you turn the ball over, you're coming out and uh, we'll put the next guy in and see who can figure it out. And uh, so far, um, I don't know that we've gotten five guys that uh, have been able to stay on the floor as it's been a revolving door uh, as we continue to turn the basketball over. You know, to say it's still been on a rotating basis there because it's been one after another. I have us for seven. I'm sure that that's, isn't correct. Yeah, that's got to be. Uh... Um, but honestly, that's been the story of the season so far is missed opportunities and empty opportunities, empty possessions. Yep. The other part of it is, too, is that Winnemac has expended an awful lot of energy on defense. And I got to say, without a lot of lot of results from that because we've just missed shots and made turnovers i mean there has been it hasn't been because their defense is overwhelming they haven't done a lot with a trap they haven't done a lot with a full court pressure it's been us making unforced errors and not being able to put shots in the basket yep. and and uh and for whatever reason davis ray has just not been able to finish and that was from from uh, the opening tip he's had some really good point blank contested but not fouled shots around the bucket that he just haven't been able to get him to go. Uh, late there in, in the half, you, we talked about where we think the ball probably even hit the net. I mean, it was so far down, and it just came up. And 
uh, or came out, and that's kind of the, you know, it was just like one of the, yep, that's one of those games. But uh, the first shot, actual jump shot that he takes, he buries right here in front of Winamac's bench. Uh, both of us thought that uh, there should have been an and one uh, where he literally just got ran right through. He ended up uh, at the at the heels of Alan Hugler, but uh, no call, foul, and uh, they go on. But he buries it, and then he comes right back, gets uh, a really nice move, gets to the goal, gets fouled, doesn't get it to go, goes to the line, and knocks down those, and then takes a really nice jump shot at the at the end uh, where he gets fouled and goes back to the line and gets two more uh, to go. So. Uh, the aggressiveness late, I really like with Davis, and, and we've got to figure out how to get him some more uh, some more looks f- from uh, beyond the arc. Um, that's one of the takeaways that, uh, you know, we've got our best our best shooter, and he's only taken one jump shot. Uh, yeah. That, to me, is a problem, and that jump shot came uh, really late in the half. So we've got to figure out how to get him some jump shots, and maybe we just got to run offense. Now, on the other side, if you want to – Look at uh, the other side of the glass. You can say, "Well, we can't we can't pass the ball five or six yeah. times without turning the basketball yep. over." And I think uh, that's maybe why Davis hasn't been able to get any shots up because we've turned the ball over so much uh, and haven't been able to have a an extended possession. So, hey, I don't, that's why we're on the radio and, and not, <laughs> not in the locker room right now. The other thing I think that you would like to see is we got to find a way one way or the other to keep Easton Stringer on the floor. I mean, I, when he was out there, that was during the 11 or nothing run. He got two fouls, had to sit. Um, well, at least we've at least gotten this far in our uh, halftime warm-ups uh, without him hitting the floor. We were looking for a sniper the other night. I mean, you, you just turn and you look and he's down. He's been struggling with an ankle injury, and it was re-aggravated during warm-ups at halftime on Friday, he's got to come out and spend some time on the floor here because he makes a huge difference. Well, and we saw it. And Coach Grinnell knows it. I mean, we saw it when he picked up his second foul. All three coaches turned to him and say, hey, that's his second foul. Coach Grinnell looks down and nods his head and then continues to, to let Strain play for another minute uh, just because he knows he needs him in there. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, I think, uh, you, you know, I think Coach Grimm will finally realize that uh, he can't let him pick up his third foul, and so he, he ends up pulling him out of there after about a minute. But uh, you're right, Rusty. I think we've got to keep strain on the floor, and we've got to figure out how to get some jump shots for uh, for Ray. And uh, he really shot the ball well and scored the ball well in the Argus game. And I think that end of the quarter, the end of the second quarter, I think that's going to carry over, and I think uh, we're going to see a really nice half of basketball from Ray Hart. I think he's going to throw up about 20 or 25 here. He's halfway there right now, but uh, I think this half is going to be him. And honestly, that's the only way we're going to win the basketball game. He's going to have to get to – he's probably going to have to get more than 20. He's probably going to have to get 25 for us to win this one, I think. The other thing you got to do is keep Bo Brand off the boards. The one place where if you can say Winnemac has had a clear advantage, they're rebounding the ball extremely well. We're getting one and done on our end. Well, they got that football mentality. I mean, that's clear as day. They they uh, running through somebody or or around them. They clearly would just rather go through you than around you. And uh, they are extremely aggressive on the glass. Uh, and I guess you could say they're extremely aggressive on their offense. Their offense is not anything pretty. 
And in fact, I don't even know what exactly they're trying to do <laughs> other than just fire up a shot and go rebound. That's, that's exactly that's what's pretty going much on. The, yep. That's pretty much the offense. And uh, maybe something extension. We, we've done a couple where uh, we've brought the ball, ac- uh, where the Winnemac has brought the ball across and we've trapped them. I think I'd like to see a little bit more of that, uh, maybe even extend it a little bit farther. But I think the guy that we've got to, We've got to do it against is anybody but Compton. Compton yeah. is, uh, he's pretty polished. In fact, I would kind of, if I was going to analyze his game, I'd say, uh, think about an open gym, the old guy that's the best player on the yeah. floor. Yeah, you're that's, right. That's his game. He's got, he doesn't jump high. He's not fast, but he just gets it done in every, every facet, whether he's playing defense, offense, shooting the basketball. Everything seems to be pretty smooth. And it doesn't seem like he's going very hard, but next thing you know, he's always by you. So uh, he's got he's got some, uh, as I call, old man game. Yeah, he just got ran right through there. So Stark will pick up a foul as Winnemac had it inbounds after the break, and Stark has number two, but he went to the block and just buried him. Just ran right through Ray. Ray. So Plymouth will have it back, and Winnemac's going to fall back into half court. I can't believe this. Yeah, I can't either. 28-23, Plymouth will have it now. And not even in a 1-3-1. Winnemac's just going to settle down into uh, into their like a man, man. man Yeah. There Peace on the block. Ray, or I should say Strain, strain will take it. That's what you need. Yeah. Strain just makes a good over-under move and puts it in. Yeah, really good patience. Uh, a plethora of pivots and uh, finally got the angle and was able to get it up and in. Terry with it will go to the block guarded by Sheely. Somehow he rolls it in there. So Terry now with 11. Yeah, he didn't score at all in the second quarter. He had nine in the first. 30-25. Strain with it. Tries the baseline cutoff. Sheely top of the key. There's now a guy we haven't seen much. Walters. He's Walters. back in the game. Feast. Well, the starter's back on the floor. Strain goes baseline. He'll kick it out to Sheely. No one's screening for Ray. Somebody go find him. Kobe will give it up. Still nobody's found him. He tries to go to the block. Has it knocked away, and Compton will come away with a steal. not the offense that we're looking for. That's going to be Balco. Dribbles it into the corner. Nice hustle move by Kobe Walters, but he can't save it in bounds. Tell you, pretty disappointing offense there. We've got our... uh, our cutter, our best player, just kind of walking around because nobody's out there seeking to, to set a screen for him. And we just kind of go off on our own. And then uh, Feast drives it in someplace where he's not supposed to be and gets it stolen from him. We've got to have better offense. We've got to recognize who our best player is, and we've got to screen for him. Brand double team. Ray comes away with a steal. He'll bring it across, gets away with a double dribble. Right Kicks to it to Feast. Good pass. Back to Ray. He'll pass up the shot and back it out. Right side off the screen is Walters. Back to Ray out at the volleyball line. Guarded up out there by Stark. Pass is knocked away by Brandt. Got lucky there. Probably should have been stolen by Brandt, but uh, fortunately the sideline was right there, and he ran out of real estate. Tanner Feast will trigger it in. 30-25, Winnemac with the lead, 6-0-7 in the third. Walters right side, Ray off the screen. Nothing there. Feast of the shot fake. He'll give it up to Strain. He'll try the left baseline, kicks it to Sheely at the free throw line. Michael needs help. He'll get it to Kobe. He'll take it to the baseline, lays it up and in. Kobe Walters with a bucket. 
That's his first since the first quarter. Makes it 30-27, 5-42. Good offense there. I mean, we had uh, several screens there, and, and uh, Kobe got the ball on the wing, and nobody blew him and just drove it, and just as we're trying to do, isolate the side of the floor and set up driving lanes and, and get there to the glass, and that's exactly what happened there. And the Pilgrim pressure forces a travel, and uh, we get a turnover here and uh, got a chance to tie the ball game up as we're going to take a timeout here before we uh, take possession. 5.31 to play in the third, 30-27. We'll take a quick break. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney. It is Winnemac 30, Plymouth 27. Turnover starting to mount for Winnemac here. Plymouth with eight, Winnemac with seven. And the uh, Plymouth defense forced a timeout here by uh, Alan Hugler. Wants to talk it over with his team. They'll come back out. Starters on the floor for Plymouth, starters on the floor for Winnemac. tell you that uh, we've got to be ready for something other than the man-to-man is uh, I'm sure we set up a, a set to go against a man-to-man but uh, looks like Winnemac what are they going to do here? They are going to go with the man-to-man so they are going to let us run our set here. Interesting is uh, they haven't pressed us and they haven't 1-3-1'd us and we're going to run our set here. Pass goes to Walters. Now top of the key, Ray. Looks for room. Nothing there. Oh, pass Jeez. almost. Intercepted by Compton. Can tell he's a defensive back. He baited him into that. Strain will force it. Goes the baseline. Misses. He'll get his own rebound and save it. And it'll belong to Plymouth. So Easton Strain was balancing on the out-of-bounds line. Threw it back against the Winnemac player. And Plymouth will have it back. 30-27, five minutes in the third. Sheely. As, you know, Brent does that so well. He just sneaks in there and picks your pocket on those passes. Now we're going to have it in big, the corner. Yeah, for as big as he is, man, he is quick. I mean, he's, he's he got some shoulders on him. They just bait you. They sit and wait back. You throw the pass, and the next thing you know, they're in the lane. There's now, Compton right just there. reaches and takes it right away. Now, Terry just clears the lane with his left hand, puts it in with his right. <laughs> Terry with a bucket makes it 32-27. Yeah, he's got 13. Compton's got 11, and that's a whole bunch of what they've got. Man, we turn it over again. That's number oh, 10. Oh, he double dribbled. Got away with a double dribble there. As he dribbled with his right, picked it up, and then dribbled with his left. Compton. Plymouth wants to trap. He'll get out of it to Terry. Oh, we just Back left to Compton. Him. He'll take the three. Nothing there. Rebound comes down. Contested. It'll go to Brandt. He'll play it up and in. Bo Brandt with a rebound bucket. He's got six boards, and that makes it 34-27. So whatever got talked about in the huddle. Got it across, didn't he? Got it across. Kobe Walters taking the baseline. Kicks in the corner. Strain for a good look at three. Off the front of the rim. Brandt with rebound number seven. Oh, geez. 
Full court baseball pass. Fires it all the way down to March. His pocket's picked. Feast will come away with that steal. We're going to get 20 on a push there. 100,000 feet from the bucket, and uh, Alan Hugler cannot like that. Is uh, Stark literally in the opposite end of the corner, pushes uh, just pushes Feast out of bounds almost. The refs call it, and uh, that's going to be Stark's fourth. So that is uh, say he just likes is, it for another reason too. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, one of your starters. One of on your the starters. Bench. One of your dudes that uh, is going to go to the bench for quite some time here, as we've got uh, just under four minutes to go here in the third. Ray dribbling out near the timeline. Sheely can't catch the pass. Steal by uh, Malco to Brandt, and it's two more. So another turnover. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. I mean, that was a good pass. He just didn't didn't catch it. (laughs) Kobe has it to strain now in the corner to Ray guarded up. They've done a good job of not letting him have a look. Sheely. Walters off the screen. Now we're going to get Malco just burying Ray as he went through the screen. That's going to be at least his third. I don't know if he's got three or four. I got him for three. Yeah, I've got him for three as well. Yeah, that's three. So, well, it's one thing. they got a couple of guys you can get in foul trouble here. Unfortunately, Compton isn't one of them. Yeah, <laughs> Compton and Terry. Zane Lark in the game. Coach Brindle just kick. looks at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> Well, you're trying to throw it into the corner, which is where they want the trap. I kind of, even I know that. Yeah, we're just lucky that they kicked it. Kobe Walters to strain on the left side. Now, Sheely, he just, I I don't even know that was a pass. It just kind of fell out of his hands. Ray goes to the bucket, misses everything, gets his own rebound. He'll go back up That's again. He Holy definitely cow. got Mike oh, there. Compton took his arm off. That was a late whistle. So 36-27, Plymouth down by nine, 256. So Davis has been in the line eight times tonight, successful on seven of them. Here comes the ninth, and that's just short off the front. He's got 10 points yet to score here in the third quarter. Caden Ellery will come on for Sheely. Now Ray will get shot number two. And that one is up. It is good. It's good. Well, he's 8 of 10 from the free throw line, and he's got 11 points. Winnemack is very quickly up there. One pass to Gregor and another pass to Terry, and they've got another bucket. All alone, just broke straight to the rim, and 38-28. Zane Lark with it. Strain off the screen. Walters to Ellery. Now Ray finally gets a screen and a shot off the front of the rim. Ellery with the rebound. He'll go up strong. They're going to – what are they going to call here? Foul. Oh, man, I thought they were going to call an offensive foul on Ellery. I thought they were going to terrible. I thought they were going to call a travel, honestly, which would have been just as terrible. That's his fourth. So Malco got to sit down. Yeah, they got two starters now. Stark with four, Malco with four. Things are starting to mount here, and – uh, they're going to bring in <laughs> Romer, who I, we haven't even seen him yet, have we? Yeah, he played a little bit in the first half. They're looking for a pass in. Lark has it batted, and Kobe comes up with it. Ray has Ellery cutting out. Now he'll look for a man off the screen. It's Kobe. He'll take it to the baseline. Back to Ray. Lark. He'll turn and face. 
We got Ray. for somebody to cut. Yeah, we got Ray coming off of a screen on the left, and we go to the right. We've got to understand where our screener or our cutter is at. Clark has the ball knocked away, and it'll belong to Winnemag. Another turnover. Coach Grinnell looks at his bench and figures out that there's no one else, <laughs> no one else there that he wants to put in, so he's going to leave Lark in after the turnover. Gregor will bring it across. Lark will guard him up. Nice play there, but they're going to call a foul, I think, reaching in. Zane knocked it away, but he got a little bit too much arm, and so he'll pick up the foul. 38-28, a minute 52 to go here in the third. Gregor will have it in. Well, he's going to come to the bench. They're going to bring his coming in, and he's got four fouls. We've got a minute 52, as I just said here, in the third quarter, and they're going to bring a guy in with four fouls. Brand will get the inbound pass. He'll take it to the lane. Good job by Walters to step in front of the pass to get the steal. Great bounce pass. Has Ellery, who can't hit it. Man. Too far under the basket. Now Compton with a rebound, trying to go coast to coast. Jeez. Wow. The old put your head down, and I don't care who's in the way. I'm running her over. I'm going to flip it up and get bailed out. And that's exactly what happened is. It's the old 24 power. Yeah. Just lower your shoulder and head right over the tackle. And that's they're going to call that on the floor. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Compton with the rebound. Tried to take it all the way to the other end. Couldn't do it. And he, he just, from about the volleyball line, which is a good 25 feet away, he put his head down and ran through three guys. <laughs> well, he wasn't going to be... Denied, that's Denied, for sure. Denied, what are they doing? Oh, they're going to make him come back. I always think that's ticky-tack. Yeah. He didn't don't, check. didn't yeah. hesitate long enough at the scorer's bench, so they send him back again. Logan Schultz will come into the game. I think it's because of his haircut. <laughs> Probably right. There's a piece with a pick. Back yes. and will make a great play. Walters with it. Cross the timeline. He'll back it out wisely and wait for the cutter, Ellery. And oh, he got yeah. away with a travel, spins at the block, has it ripped right out of his hands by Brandt. Got in too deep. Got in too deep with two stronger guys. That pass is down to Schultz. Haircut or not. The mullet is the rocking. Mullet is, the the mullet, mullet is working. It's rocking for, right here in the rock. For a bucket. 40-28. Feast now with it. Turns and faces. He'll have strain. He'll take the shot from three. No good. Rebound to Compton. His fifth, he'll bring it across the timeline, guarded by Feast. Hands it off to Lomer. Oh, Cross court to oh, Brandt with a three. No good. Ray with it. He'll try to break the test. He'll go all the way. Goes up for it. It's knocked away cleanly, and it'll stay Plymouth ball. But Brandt with a great job of coming in and Ray's, knocking it away. Ray's just got to finish somehow, somewhere. You're so far out in front. You've got to finish that. You can't let a guy sneak underneath you like that. 37 seconds left to go here in the third period. Pilgrim's Trail, 28-40. We got a flip in from Feast straight to strain right in front of him, and we got a bucket 30-40 to 40 now. Gregor will have it across the timeline, backs it out. Strain's got eight. 24 seconds here in the third. Strain guarding Gregor. He'll switch with Ray. Pass goes to Brandt. Loses the handle. He'll chase it down. Feast reaches in. Knocks it a little bit away. Brandt recovers. All alone in the corner. Compton for three. No good. Look up. Strain. Can't get the pass to the cutter ahead, but he gets the rebound. Now he'll shoot it from 
three-quarter quarter. Man, we missed him. We had to, on that rebound, we had two guys running deep, and both of them were wide open, and we could not get it loose. We have played three. Plymouth trails it by 10, 40 to 30. We'll have the final eight, and we come back. You're listening to WTCA in Plymouth. TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer, TCP in Plymouth, is the right choice. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed Back to at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney. It is 40-30, Winnemac leading the Pilgrims at this point. Should mention... Plymouth JV, a winner tonight, 43-30 over Winnemac. Trey Hall had 10 points in that game. He's got two in this one, too. So, big night for Trey. And Plymouth needs a big big fourth quarter here with a 10-point deficit. They'll have it out of the quarter break. Turnover starting to mount for both teams. I think we got to get to the point where Ray has just got to force a couple shots up, whether they're three-pointers or something. He's just got to be a, our spark, the guy that gets a couple shots to go down for somehow, some way. He'll give it up to Kobe Walters. Lomer on him. Now he'll give it up to Feast like right over there. in the get baseline. Ray will take the baseline. Has it knocked away. Gets his own yes, rebound knocked go. away again, and Good he'll job. go to the free throw line. Yep. Got to like our chances when he's at the line. He's got 11 points tonight. I'm not going to tell you what he is from the line because I jinxed him last time. So, Just underway in the fourth, 10-point lead for Winnemac. Lennon Creekbaum will come back at the next break. There we go. And Ray nails it. Toby Walters will take a seat. I will tell you he's made nine. He's made nine from the free throw line. And this is number 10. It's 10 and 12. Goes down. There we go. 10 of 12 from the line. He's got 13 points now. Got to have a stop here. Eight-point ball game. Get us a good stop here. Plumbeth extending that defense a little out to the timeline. Creek bomb into the game, as you said, Rusty. We haven't seen him in quite some time. Compton will try the base or Ooh. try the paint. Cut off. Lomer has it. Winnemac just running Terry some time wide here. open underneath the hoop for a long time. Gregor takes it into the paint. Shot no good. Rebound on the All ground. All right, good stop. Here we go. Strain with the rebound up quickly. Feast will back it out. Gives it to Strain. Calling take out him. Ray. Take him, Ray. Davis will take it to the paint. Takes it to the basket. And he'll get a couple of more shots. Good job. We had a clear out on the right side all alone. He, uh, for some reason, went to the middle of the floor, which uh, the only reason he'd do that, that's a strong hand to the left. And uh, got in there, knifed in there, got fouled, and was going to go back to the line where he has lived tonight. Well, there was another Plymouth guard used to do that a few years ago. Kevin Stuckmeyer made a living that way. 
Another one for Ray. I remember Kevin sometimes would have 25 points and only one basket. It only works out if you can shoot free throws. That and, is the bottom and, line. He could do that. That is the bottom line. You got to be able to nail a 15-footer. Second one is up. That I one rolls that one. around, and Brant will have the rebound. Still a pretty good high percentage uh, from Ray there at the line, though. And not sure what that was. We're going to press. I don't know what happened. The stoppage and pray, play, but it uh, gives us time to set our press up, and looks like we're going to go a 1-2-2, two, two, looking deep. Pass Terry all alone what under the basket, doing? lays it up and good. Man. Nobody on Jaden Terry. He's only the leading scorer. Might want to guard him. He's got 17 of their 42. Ray off the screen, passes the shot up. I'll give it to Creek Bomb. Now Ellery left side. Strain will come out and get it. Turns, patient, goes patient. to the paint, Atta takes baby. it to the bucket. Ah. Can't make it fall. Rebound will come to Brant. I think Strain picked up number three. He's point blank right in there, and he just a little too strong. Hits the back of the iron and pops out. Maybe want to use the glass there. Caden Ellery. Picks that one up. That's a plus right there. Is uh, That's only Caden's first, and we'd have been looking at Strain's third. third. We got him. We got Malco him. double team gets it to Compton, who just throws Whoa. it. The ball just Holy bouncing God. around. Nobody. Well, Terry will get it. The block. And yes. you're going to get a good job by Strain. You talk yes. about a hustle play. Terry was going to add to his point total, and Easton Strain just set his feet there and Took that charge. It'll come back the other way and take two off the board. Got the Boo Birds over to our right, and I think they got a, a case. As Strain was way underneath the hoop, but uh, they don't have the arc in, in high school basketball, and uh, they gave us the charge call. So 33-42, we got to cut into this lead here. It's just under six minutes to go, and there's a nice start. Peace has it to the block with Strain. He'll turn Whoa, double what dribbles. What is he doing? And he knows it now. He dribbled once, then dribbled again. So turnover for Plymouth. As this game has been... Maybe they forgot that I already dribbled once. That was, yeah. was kind of how it was. Compton will come up the right side. Gets cut off. Double teamed. Gets it in the corner to Terry. Brant cross court to Gregor. He'll back it out. Guarded by Feast very closely. Forces him to the baseline. Lays it up and in. Didn't get any help on the backside. It's 44-33. If I dribble long enough, everybody will leave me and I can shoot a runner, and that's exactly what happened. Feast on the block goes to the opposite block. Strain under the basket. He'll take the shot, but he'll get the foul and go to the line. That's going to be on Jaden Terry. It'll be his second, and it'll put Easton Strain on the line for the first time tonight. Yep, first time tonight. He's got eight points so far. Shot is up. Makes that good. One. Strain with nine now. It's 44-34. 5.22 to play in this one. Plymouth trails it by 10. Strain's second one is up, and it is good. Good as well. 44-35, nine-point lead for Winnemac. Just can't get any closer. Yeah, just can't get any closer than this eight or nine. Just we get a stop and we can't get a bucket, and then they come down and score. Boy, they missed an, a wide-open man under the basket again. Terry in the oh, corner. Jumped, he traveled. Come on. Got away with that one. Gregor. Jumped up in the air and came right back down with the ball. That's a travel. Now we're going to get a foul on Creek Bomb. 
As he puts a hip into Gregor as he drives around him. That's only our fifth foul, so uh, we still have one to give. Five minutes to go here in the ballgame. 44 Winnemac, 35 Pilgrims. Need another stop here. As I said, we've been able to get stops, but then we can't score on the other end, and then they come down and capitalize. We've got to get a stop and then uh, cut into the lead here. Branch starts with a stop, though. In the middle of Gregor, guarded by Strain. Turns, he'll fire it from 15 off the front of the rim. Ellery. Thank you. Can't the rebound. Can't enjoy that shot if you're a Winnemac fan, but uh, certainly we do. Ray into the paint. He'll throw it. <laughs> okay, all the ones that didn't yeah, get that. Yeah, the hardest one he shot tonight, and he, he does that get one the roll. <laughs> Somehow rolls it over the top of the rim. That's his 16. Down in the corner. Feast is going to get a foul, but. Oh, they're going to call a timeout first. No foul. The ball is on the floor. Wow, that and is a... And we'll get a timeout here, but wow. That is a plus for us. Yeah. So, Winnemac will take the timeout. We'll take wow. that as well. 44-37 back after this. Try I, to play two. I can't believe they give him a timeout. That was clearly a foul. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at AFIUS.com. At Bowman's Tin Shops, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. Back at Plymouth High School, Winnemac will have it in after their timeout. They lead it 44-37. Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney. Malco in the corner. Oh, yeah. For the travel. Tell you what a turn of events there. They uh, they call a foul on us, but uh, they give them a timeout before the foul. We come out of the timeout. We uh, have good ball pressure, cause them to travel, and now uh, we get the ball into the front court with 4.22 to go. So a big change in events here. On the last two possessions, Craig Baum has it, has it knocked out of his hands. That's been a recurring story tonight. Jump ball. We'll come back to the Warriors. That's why we haven't seen Lennon on the floor too much uh, here in the second half is because of the turnovers and Coach Grindle's beside himself. He's pacing up and down, but uh, just doesn't have any other answers. I think we've got three or four kids that we can count on and not turn it over, but... uh, that fourth and fifth guy is just still a revolving door as we're trying to solidify uh, our ball handling. Winnemac has been able to get those hands in there, quick hands, knock the ball away, get deflections, and then pick up loose balls. My now Creekbaum going to body Brand up all the way down the floor, and he'll get a foul. I tell you, you've talked about it before, but he is quick. Man, he just put on the blazers there as he's dribbling down. and I mean, he's got to be... 6'1", 
215, you think? Easy. Well, he's linebacker big. Man, he is. He is put together from from his toes to his top of his head. He's every part of his body. He's just got a good stack on him. Compton tries to throw it into the corner, and Strain makes a great play to bounce it off Malco's leg, but apparently he was standing on the out-of-bounds line when he did it, so Winnemack will have it back in front of the cheering section. That's empty. Gregor out near the timeline. Dangerous pass to Compton. Now they'll double team him. Brandt. Gregor all alone in the corner, Charge. but Brandt's going to take oh. it all the way to the rim, and Strain will come away with all it. All right, got another stop. We've got to get a bucket here, Rusty. Seems like every time we get a stop, we can't score. Fies will give the shot fake. Gives there it we up go. The come on. Bomb. Off Knock the it down. Screen is Ray oh, off man. the front of the rim. Rebound to Feast. He can't make it fall. Ball on the floor. Brant will hit Creek Bomb with it. And I think, yeah, we'll see. Now we're going to have a discussion by the officials. Ray had a good look at three, but couldn't make it fall. Now the ball's going to belong to Winnemac. And now we're going to get a uh, discussion from the other officials. Yeah, we're going to have more discussions now. They're trying to decide if Brant was out of bounds when he threw the ball. I think they're also trying to think about, uh, I mean, are you allowed to throw the ball like that? I mean, that's one of the things that, because Creek Bomb is still. Yeah, he he got it in a place you don't want to get a ball thrown at you. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, they are going to remain Plymouth ball. Somehow, some way. I'm not exactly sure how or why they changed it, but they did. Just going to say that. You know, maybe Lennon ought to think about wearing a cup in basketball, too, because uh, he went to the floor or got hit very squarely with that basketball. Now he'll stay out, 44-37. The, Alan Hugler's asking for an explanation, yeah. and uh, maybe he can come up and tell us what's going on, well, too. They did reverse it, so Plymouth will have it under their basket. 3.22 to play. Feast looking for somebody. Gets it to Ray on the block. He'll back it in. Shoots yeah, it up. Baby. Nice yeah, play baby. by Davis Ray. He's got 18 now. Come 40, on. 44-39. About three to play. Ball is oh, yeah, at midcourt. Peace. What a great play oh, to steal out. Yeah. Joel Grindle will get a quick timeout. Three minutes and eight seconds left to go. We get a steal at half court, and it's a 39-44 Pilgrims trail, but a big possession here as uh, we're going to take a timeout. Full timeout. We'll take a break as well. Back after this. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. 308 to play in this one at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon and Nick Cheney. It is 44 to 39. Winnemac with the lead. Plymouth with the basketball as the quick timeout on the change of possession. We'll give it back to them. This has been a sloppy game, but no lack of effort, that's for sure. Yeah, both teams um, have two timeouts left and uh the Pilgrims will be shooting two the rest of the way on the next Winnemac foul. Winnemac will be shooting one of the bonus uh, on the next Pilgrim foul. So 
Uh, we will be going to the line here the rest of the way on all fouls either way. But uh, as you said, a big possession here. Pilgrims coming out of the timeout. Man, and uh, finally we see the 1-3-1, which we have not seen the whole second half, really caused us havoc in the first half. And uh, we see it here coming out of the timeout. Ray looking inside, has it knocked away. He'll throw it out of bounds. And just like that, a turnover. 44-39, 2-54. And that's another one of those unforced. I mean, they literally just weren't even playing defense. We just threw it to a guy that wasn't there. Plymouth trying to trap Jace Bentle on the floor for the first time. He'll get it to Gregor, who'll dribble out near the timeline. He'll get it over to Compton in the left corner, guarded by Ellery. Gregor now goes to the block. He'll throw up the runner and misses everything. Another terrible shot. Gregor is doing everything he can to take bad shots and leave us in the game. Pass goes to Ray on the right side. Feast. Creek bomb off the pick. He'll uh, shot fake. Come Corner on. for Strain. Yeah, baby. Boom. Easton Strain with a three. His first three of the night. Assist to Creek bomb. That's his 13th. We got it to two. Two-point game with two minutes to go. Compton goes to the block, lays it up, misses it. But I think Ellery's going to get a foul there. As Compton got free. Nobody... Checked him, and a good look for Jace Bentle, who just got onto the floor, almost got himself an assist. I'll tell you, um, you know, that, that play right there is, uh, I would say an explanation is is justified. You know, the defensive guy has got the, the right to at least stand straight up, and, yeah. um, you know, Caden, he jumped up in the air and, and knew that he was, he actually jumped backwards, there was contact there, but uh, I think he's got every right to do what he did, and that should not have been a foul. You see it a lot in in the college game where they teach him to jump straight up, and there's a lot of contact, but uh, apparently not here in the IHSA. Second shot is good, 46-42. Ray into the paint, throws one up, strain with the rebound, spins, puts it up and good, Easton strain, making his presence known with a big bucket. 46-44, a long pass to Terry. He'll hold it up wisely. Gregor gets see, the kick pass. See if he'll take another crazy shot for us. Brant with it. Being guarded by Ellery to Gregor. Plymouth fans wanted to travel. Now Gregor cut off on the baseline. Cross court to Terry. He'll turn and look. Pass out to Brant. They're going to play keep away here a while. And see how much clock they can run. Timeout now is... Alan Hugler wants to I talk about Why it. would you take a timeout? They, they were oh, easily man. passing the ball all over the place on us. 30-second timeout here with a minute 12, and Winnemac leads it by two. Well, the question now is, do we continue to pressure him and see if we can turn him over, or do we foul and try and extend the game and uh, send him to the line? If you want to talk about going to the line, They've been there seven times. Compton's been there five. He's five of five. And uh, Brant has been there twice, and he's 0 for 2. So um, if we could get Brant to the line and maybe a couple other guys, but uh, Compton in his old man game uh, just shows up everywhere. I mean, he's just so steady when when he has the ball. You know he's not going to turn it over. Uh, And then he goes to the line and knocks him down as well. Well, if you give him a gift, he's not going to hand it back to you. 
No, and, and he's, uh, yeah, he's the guy that uh, we've got to keep the ball out of his hands. And the guy I'd like to see is Gregor. He is kind of just. He's kind of a loose cannon. He is, man. He's taken some terrible shots down the road and gotten us uh, some extra possessions that we probably didn't deserve just by his bad shots. 46-4. He's got the Winnemac. ball. We'll get it into Gregor. Double team has the ball. Get away. We're no, he turned it over. Yes. And Beast. We'll bring it the other way. Quick pass to Ray on the break. Can't hit the oh, lane. Oh, wide open. Good foul by Feast. Great foul. That was a wide open layup if he doesn't foul. As we had all five guys crashing the boards, and uh, Brant came out of it, and he was looking to just throw the ball up to uh, – there was at least two Winnemac guys on the other side of half-court cherry picking, and uh, they were going to get an easy bucket, but uh, – that didn't happen because Feast fouled, and now Brant, the guy that's 0 for 2, is going to go to the line. 44-46 still. Brant Shots misses no it. good. Ellery comes Big down rebound. with rebound. Big rebound. Ellery with rebound number three, none bigger than that one. Ray will come across. Two-point lead for Winnemac, Coach, 50 seconds. Coach Grindle's going to roll with it. He's got two timeouts. He's uh, confident in his play call, and he's going to run it. Ray off the screen. He'll try the baseline. Oh, Picks what a it to pass. Strain coming down there. Ellery recovers it. So ball was knocked away. 35 seconds left to go. Ellery loses the handle, gets his own recovery. 30 seconds left to go. Down two. Ray working right side on the dribble. He'll take it back to the paint. Spin move. Turns around. Shoots it. No good. Ellery with the rebound. He oh. can't make it fall. And the rebound That's comes foul. down to Gregor. Man. Point blank, point blank, point blank, but we just can't get him to go. Pretty much the story of the that night, is uh, and that was from, from the very get-go of the start of this ballgame. We just cannot get balls uh, at point blank range to go down. Now, granted, they all are, all of them have been contested. Uh, we just can't get them to go. Well, you think you'd get at least half of them. Yeah, we only got one. So Gregor's going to go to the line. He has not been there yet. He does have five points. He's got a three-pointer and a floater. As he uh, throws multiple dribbles down, this and he's going to eye and fly it, and he's nothing but the bottom of the net. So still a one-possession game, 47-44. Pilgrims trail by three, 18 seconds left to go. We do have two timeouts left. Both teams are going to be uh, in the double bonuses. Gregor's going to have a conversation with Terry before he fires him up and there it goes and that's nothing but the bottom of the net as well so it becomes a four point game now. 48-44, 18 seconds. Ray with the inbound across the timeline. He'll take it in the paint. Spin move. Oh, here we kicks go. it. Here we go. All alone piece. Can't hit Jeez. anything and the rebound comes down to Brand. He'll throw it up to Gregor and he's all alone. He'll just wait for everybody to catch up to him and take the foul. So why wouldn't you just lay it up there? I mean, you lay it up there, it becomes a six-point game. The clock doesn't stop. Instead, he tries to dribble it out and gets fouled. Probably does us a favor, to be honest with you. So Gregor will go to the free throw line here with four seconds, a four-point Winnemac lead. His shot is up and good. And Gregor, that's his eighth point, three of three from the line. And they're going to take everybody off the line as it is definitely a two-possession game here. Gregor had another conversation before he flies it. He makes that one as well. 50-44, four seconds to play. Inbound to Ray. He'll bring it across the timeline. Got to shoot it. He will. Doesn't hit it, and that's going to end it. 
So, another one that you're in right to the end. Just can't finish it off. 50 for Winnemac, 44 for Plymouth. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have our postgame show. You're listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialists Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich, NMLS 399950. Gina Howell, NMLS 399951. I'm John from Oliver Ford. It seems some businesses expect their customers to do their work. From retail to websites that are anything but helpful. Remember when a tip of the hat conveyed courtesy and respect? At Oliver Ford, we still do. That's why we continue to offer free car washes, free shuttle service, and we'll do the work to find the right vehicle for you. Tired of self-serving businesses making more work for you? Come to Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth, where we still tip our hat to you. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Well, we're back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney as Plymouth once again has come away with an L. After being in it right down to the wire, and once again, just couldn't finish tonight. <laughs> I guess I said it all. That's it. Good night, folks. <laughs> I tell you, we, uh, you know, coming down the stretch, though, I mean, it, we, were, we were down 12 with about six minutes to go, and uh, we just, we continued to hang around and battle, and we would get stops and then go down, and we couldn't score the basketball. And uh, it just seemed like we were getting close, and then the game would, would get gapped again, and we couldn't get it inside of eight, but we continued to pound the door and, uh, and finally got it to, to uh, down to two. And then it seemed like we were right there, and then we just could not close the deal. And, uh, you know, the story of the game is the missed bunnies. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and granted, they were contested, but uh, we just could not get the ball to go in the hole from point-blank range. And that was from the opening tip all the way to the very end. Can you, uh, Joel Grendel joins us here. And, uh, you know, that's the bottom line, just unable to finish tonight. Yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty accurate. Um, that and turnovers. Uh, unforced turnovers, throw, throw the ball away, throw it to the other team, careless. Um, I mean, in, in this, it's, it's focus plays. It's, uh, uh, 
I, I don't know how to explain it. There's, I mean, focus. Yeah. Um, and once again, turnovers were a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, and it was, and it was unforced. I mean, it was get a rebound, throw it to the other team, um, throw it away, just not being strong with basketball. Um, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna have to do something. Um, we, we, uh, certain, certainly have to, uh, have to get better in a hurry really quickly. Um, uh, but, but, uh, the mental focus and the mental toughness has got to come really quick. They were very, very active with their hands in a lot of ways. They were causing a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, it's it, catch and pull through strong. Right. It, it's everything we talked about. I mean, they offensive rebounds, uh, run down. And if you could, uh, make a little bounce pass to the backside and let, and lay the ball into the basket, you win the game by 20. Um, unfortunately tonight, uh, that was a struggle for us to do. Had some uh, substitutions early. I have a feeling you were trying to make a point down there about turnovers. I, I mean, it's yeah. We're we're, we're searching. We're searching. I, I I don't. I mean, I don't know what else to uh, say after tonight. But we're we're searching for uh, uh, to who can take care of the ball. Who's not going to lose focus? Who's uh, isn't going to make a great play and then make and then make another then make three bad ones in a row. I mean, we're we got to find something. We got to look at the film and we got to do something. Easton Strain seemed to make a big difference when he was able to stay on the floor tonight. Yeah, yeah. East, Easton played really, really well. Uh, we got to be able to get guys in um, around him. We, we got to get him again more healthy and, and get stuff in and run it to him. Uh, and then we got we got to find people that who are going to go. Go in, be mentally focused, be able to pass and catch, and, and make layups. We that's that's what we need. Well, I'll tell you what, you summed it up. I'm gonna let you go. All right, thanks so, very much. Uh, thanks for right. coming in, man. Yep, thanks, Appreciate bye. it. Appreciate it. Bye. From the judge Joel Grindle, and uh, once again, uh, clearly a frustrating night uh, for everybody involved here. Good to see you. To be honest with you, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but uh, you get the feeling he's looking for answers, but he's going to find them one way or another. Is the feeling you get? Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, I said it in the game cast. I mean, you gotta appreciate the fact that he's holding kids accountable. And uh, you know, if you turn the basketball over, you're out of the game. And uh, there becomes a point where that will go away. But right now, it's such a glaring issue for us that it has to be magnified and and that's exactly what he's doing and uh you know you saw it Sheely uh, turns the ball over and somebody goes to the scorer's bench and not only was Sheely but literally every single person in the entire gym knew who was coming out of the basketball game and why yeah and uh and that's that's a good sign and it'll get across and and it's just we're changing things that um just kind of were let go, uh, you know, and now it's it, you got to hold kids accountable to do the right thing. And uh, it, it's it's a cultural change that things are it, it'll take us time to get to this point uh, where we where we take care of the ball and, and, and have uh, have a sense of urgency of how big of a deal it is to take care of the ball. And, and you know, you. You heard Coach uh, talk about focus, and uh, you, you know, the old adage is, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? Or you're only as good as your next performance. And as he talked about, you make two great plays, but then you come back and you make three bad plays and turnovers. Well, 
guess what? You, you know, we're minus one now. So uh, that's some things that we've got to play uh, every possession with the same amount of focus. And clearly that is his intent and, and his message to his team uh, to get across. And you got to, you can't turn the ball over him. I'm, I'm struggling with how I want to say this. Cause you know, I've been around sports a while. You've been around sports a while. You watch this team play. You watch them play for the past couple of years. There's effort. There's a lot of effort, but there's no passion. Does that make sense to you? There, there is no lack of people running everywhere, being ex- exerting enormous effort, but there doesn't seem to be that little bit of meanness that you need, that little bit of swagger and just passion. Other, what you're other, doing, other than what you just got about five minutes ago, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard it through the through the well, microphone, but uh, the door to the coach's office. Yeah, that was what in, you heard. That was a slam. So, um, and but see, you and I both came up. That was the way we were raised. It's the way we were coached. It's the way we coached. That's the way it's always been. Exactly. And there seems to be a disconnect between. That and what's happening. And once again, don't get me wrong. I don't think anybody's dogging it in any way. But there just is not that little bit of spark and passion for, damn it, I'm not going to let this happen again. You right. don't get that feeling. Yep. And and we talked about it even at the beginning. I mean, that's the Argus game, this game. Yeah. When you get down to the end and you look your buddies in the eye and say, we're, we're winning this game, and and yeah. and that's that passion that you're talking about that we're just missing a little bit. That uh, everybody's kind of looking and saying, "Well, you got two options. Yeah, here we go again. We're going to lose, or here we go again. We're going to win." Yeah. And uh, coming down to the end, we've just we've just got to yeah. just got to figure it out. And uh, the only way to do that is to is to continue to to get after it and be in good ball games and 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 learn how to learn how to succeed. Said it a hundred times before, you know, until somebody steps up and say, I have, I have had enough of this yep. and it's going away. And if you don't want to get on this boat and roll with me, get the hell out and swim to shore. Yep. And it's going to take a player to do that. Right. I mean, coaches can yell all they want to, but unless the players get together and say, this is it, it won't change. Yep. Um, but once again, you're giving effort, but there's got to be, you know, nobody wants to see a guy strut around here after he hits a bucket, but hang a little bit of that wouldn't make me disappointed because right. it shows you're, you're invested emotionally. Yep. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's why we're sitting up here. We got all the answers. Um, final score here tonight, 50 for Winnemac, 44 for Plymouth. And we don't have to go to practice tomorrow. No, do we? we don't have to go to practice tomorrow. That's the bottom line. I'm <laughs> glad about that. I don't even want to watch practice tomorrow. I think that would be I, something I that certainly wouldn't want to be there. No, not at all. But but, uh, uh, but we've both been there. <laughs> we've both been there more than once. <laughs> more than once, and I had to go home with it too. So that was the other part of that. But anyway, well, he was a pushover too. So. <laughs> oh yeah, he was so yeah. easy to yeah. easy to deal with. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for. It's good to have you back, man. Uh, and you'll be with us again Friday. Friday night, yep. Uh, Mishawaka Marion comes to town. Where are they still just, number one? Yeah, just a real easy <laughs> test as we've got uh, number one and 3A Mishawaka Marion coming in. Uh, a team that uh, has got a lot of experience. Uh, they've got a 
guys that have played for several years and uh yeah. there's a reason they're number one they're uh they've got the talent and the credentials to to back it up so we've got our hands full uh come friday night uh so there's no uh feeling sorry for yourself here in the next two days as you're gonna have to really strap them up friday night and get after it so anyway for nick Cheney, thank you noble back at the studio for taking care of everything back there and uh that's going to do it for us here. 5044, our final. Thanks for listening. Join us again on Friday. We'll start right about 730 and have yourselves a great evening. You've been listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA, brought to you by Avius Computers, Bowman's Tin Shop, Co-Alliance Propane, Coca-Cola, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, Marshall County REMC, St. Joe Health Systems, Montgomery Well Drilling, Pilot News, Rochester Orthopedics, Master Tech, TCP, and U.S. Granules. The proceeding has been a production of WTCA Sports.